this. Yes, we have. We yeah. have lost accountability. We yes. don't have accountability for parts of our uh, parts of our lives. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what we have to have um, structure in. Accountability for somebody that that uh, for accountability for your money, accountability for your relationship, accountability yes. for how you treat someone, accountability mm-hmm. for Christian walk. Yeah, you, know, you need accountabilities for all of these for your weight, girl. Put that brownie down and let's go walk. I, girl, I was thinking about eating some tacos. We ain't gonna eat tacos today. We gonna eat salad. No, nah, we we have tacos. But anyway. Mm-hmm. And so people took advantage of that. They do. Like, they oh, don't respect you. Goodness. 
Yeah. Oh my goodness. They were like, oh my goodness. They and then finally one one day I, I think I snapped and they were like, wait a minute, she is mean? No. I'm no. not mean. No. I'm not mean at all. I'm not right. mean at all. Um, what you fail to realize is I allowed you to get away with a whole bunch of things that I never said anything. And but so because I did it, it went too far. Yeah. And because I've never said anything and I'm speaking up, you don't like how I'm speaking to you because you're not used to me speaking to you in this manner. Right. So um now and so before I'm gonna go back a little, I would do that and I would suppress it. I would just suppress it and suppress it. And so I'm the person where well, I was the person and I'm trying to well, I'm still working on it. I would suppress and suppress and suppress and wouldn't say anything. And yeah. that one person who has not done one like it'd be one person that didn't do that bad of a thing to me, I go off on that person. Gotcha. They like, wait a minute, what did I do? I'm not mad at you. I'm mad at everybody that I didn't suppress. Yes. You know? Now yeah. I'm going off with everybody that I, I, I've suppressed. And so yeah. um, that was that was happening for years in relationships, not just my personal, but my 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 professional mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Now speaking up and they thinking that, oh, they allow her to do whatever. Mm-hmm. No, no, that's not the case. And even my friends in high school, they're like, wait a minute, that ain't the tray I know. Bitch, why? Wait, she did what? No, that's not her. You got a pass. <laughs> you really got a pass. You mm-hmm. really got a pass. And, right. and, and, and I will, I, I can say why I did it. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you honestly why I did it. Because if I, if I didn't, I, I know that I probably would have had some type of confrontation where it was going to be physical. And so, what I found out um, through through therapy is that I black out mm. in certain situations, and especially if it's too if it's too much for my brain to process. Yes, I black. I will. I will black out. Yes, so during that blackout process, I don't know exactly what I've done. Got you. And so, no. and because and because that blackout situation can be very very physical or mm-hmm. very hurtful and harmful, I would avoid the confrontation because yeah. I did not know how how far I could where it would go. And thank you. I see because, what you're saying. Yeah, and so it it was to save your life and my life too that I suppressed it. Your brain was um protecting you. Yes, my brain was definitely protecting me. It was. It's been in situations where it was one particular situation. Um, uh, somebody said, "You slapped me." I was like, "What? Mm-hmm. You slapped me? I, I, I don't remember slapping you." Wow. No, you slapped me. Huh? I did. Oh, oh. What did you? What? When did this happen? Right. And they, I remember walking in. Mm-hmm. Wow. I remember we having a, a, a conversation and it was, I thought it was pleasant. But after that, I found myself sitting in a chair. I don't remember. I just, I, I remember coming to sitting in a chair. 
And pulled me aside and they were like, you know you just slapped her. Wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. Huh? You slapped her? I slapped Mm. her. And so that's when I and that was like 18. I was 18 when I did that. Mm. And so it, I, I was like, wait, oh, I've done that before. I've definitely done that before. Wow. I, I, Your friends would say, you know, you blacked out. You just went crazy. Wait a minute. What, what triggered? So it, so I had to you to see that. Yeah. And so that's, that's another reason why I, I suppressed or I did not want confrontation because I didn't know, um, I did not know my, 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 my limits or, or how far I would go. And I did not want to go to that blackout stage because I don't know how it would, would happen. And so suppressing helped, but that wasn't helpful because that, that was the worst thing I possibly could do because, um, the more I suppressed, any anybody that triggered, you know, mm-hmm. make, make me upset, I would go off on them. Right. That's how it came out. That that's how it came out. And mm-hmm. get me to that, you just one little one one more word. Right. Now, right. It, 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 it just takes that one word. Yeah. And bam. Yeah. Sometimes one word can be a trigger. One word. Now I'm in prison, and, and I gotta wear orange. <laughs> right. <laughs> now I gotta wear orange. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I was just talking to you, and so um, I had to learn to communicate. Mm-hmm. I had to learn to talk it out. And so um, I'm telling you this quick story. <laughs> I was in the uh, phone store. I think I was paying my phone bill or picking up a phone. And this was like the beginning stages of therapy. Mm-hmm. Like, um, talk out your problem as you go through the situation to right. keep you from suppressing it. Mm-hmm. Keep you from, you know, you, you're processing the whole thing. And mm-hmm. so the lady, uh, the lady, I guess she made me upset or, or something. And so I talked the whole thing out and the associate that was with her, his eyes, I, I saw his eyes and he turned red, but I was telling her, I was like, you know what, what I would, would I, would I, what I would have done to you. I'm just going to tell you what I would have done. Right. What I would have done to you. I would have pulled you across the board, mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the counter. Right. And, and, and shake, you know, shaking this. I would have been very violent with, with her. And right. so I'm talking this whole process. Like, I wasn't threatening her. Right. Was just processing it out loud, verbally. Mm-hmm. So it took a lot for me to get there, but mm-hmm. I had to talk myself down. Gotcha. What I was going to do. And so it was a it was a conscious thought. Hey, you you know what you're doing, and we're gonna talk these steps down. Now, if I do this, I'm going to you know I'm either gonna go to jail or the person's gonna get hurt. You mm-hmm. don't want to do any of those things, and so we're gonna take 
we went through these things and we're going to talk these things out. So I did a lot of talking these things out. And then I apologized. You know, I went back mm-hmm. how to talk these things out. You know, I'm in, I'm in counseling, so please work with me. I'm yeah. not trying to hurt you or harm you. This is to help me. And so she was like, I don't even know what to say because <laughs> I don't know if you threatening me or or what. No, I'm not. I wasn't threatening her. Maybe I was, but I, I had to talk it out. And so right. now I don't talk it out. I think it. I, I, I process it now. And right. so I have to step away from the situation. I have to um, give myself. Um, I, I pause for like ten seconds. So I stop talking for like ten seconds, and then I respond. Right. You know? And so now it's a. It's a conscious decision, and I make the choice to to. Always choose to. I'm trying to choose to do it positive, positively, but yeah, it, it takes a lot to go there. If you if you never you know had the the right guidance to get you through it, use your tools when you come, you know, get out of, uh, when you go to therapy. You know. Oh, yeah. Tell me about it. I say all the time, I got my toolbox. You know, I keep my toolbox with me. Yes. So, yep. you know, not knowing what situation I'm going to be in. I know with myself, uh, one of the hardest things for me to do was to mention to my therapist about the aggression that was in me from the trauma. And I realized, it took me a while to figure it out, but I realized there was aggression in me because of the abuse I saw in my home when my dad abused my mom and me seeing it over and over again. Yeah. Trauma translated over my system from seeing that, which I didn't know until like I was almost 40 years old. When that was your norm. That was your norm. That was my norm. Yes. And that, that was your norm. Yeah. So I didn't know that seeing that had produced trauma in me and it had exactly aggression. So um, I was scared, you know, I was kind of nervous to talk to her about it. I said, well, maybe she's going to think I'm crazy or something. Yeah. And you were at therapist's office. <laughs> I was thinking, right. Like you said, I'm therapist's office. I'm thinking, like, maybe I shouldn't mention this. I didn't know, at the time, I didn't know that I had PTSD. So I would get these uh-huh. moments of aggression where I would uh-huh. start breathing in and out and zoning into music to help my system to calm down. Because yes, moments when I would think about the abuse I saw as a kid, you know, uh, with my dad abusing my mom and the aggression was making me want to swing. You know how like the soldiers, when they come back from war and a lot of them, you know, they like sometimes they'll want to fight and stuff. Right. So yep. that's how it came out with me whenever I would think about what I saw as a kid. That's how the trauma played out, like through aggression, where I never actually did it, but I was like fighting deep inside to like control myself because it felt like it was something bigger than me. Yeah, I was, you know, trying to ha- uh, to try to start swinging like something had taken over me. And yep, and, yep. I would use music to help me to zone out. What I didn't realize was I was. The music was helping me to calm down and to switch off the aggression. But what I didn't realize was that it was also suppressing it. I needed to get that out of me, needed to get right. the aggression out of me. So now, and it doesn't come up often, but if I feel the aggression now, 
I will start doing kickboxing moves to help to get that trauma out of my body. So I didn't realize listening to music to help me to zone out, calm down was not enough because it's still keeping the trauma and aggression inside. I needed to come out. Wow. See, that's different. Body work. That's different with me. So the music, I had to, um, in order for me to calm down, I have to listen to my music. That's what I'm saying. That's what was. That's what it was. I was listening to music to get me to calm down, but it was. Yeah. So I still hadn't done anything with that. You understand what I'm saying? The trauma yeah. was still inside. Yeah, the, the, my music. It, I I have like a, a two particular play space, uh, playlist. Yeah, and my go-to playlist. It it, would, it just brings me back to a place where I know I'm safe. Yes. I know I'm comfortable mm-hmm. um, and I can breathe. Yes. Amen. I'm telling it's not it's not gospel. It's just regular R&B music. Oh, I love regular, R&B. It's regular, it's regular R&B music. Yes. I, I turn on and people ask me, what you do to calm down? I listen to my playlist. Mm-hmm. My, play, my playlist calms me down. Um, I chew gum. <laughs> That's a good thing too. I heard to have gum. Uh, chewing gum calms me down, but my playlist, my music, that that saved my life. Yes, because I would zone uh, out. I'm telling my my um <laughs> my therapist uh, because I didn't want to. I'm just gonna be real, be real honest with you, but I. During the process of me uh, healing, I I I used marijuana, and mm-hmm. so for my anxiety. And so uh, when I say it, it 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 it's not gonna say go for it or whatever, but it actually helped. And so I will put my music in, and I will begin to listen to the beats and the, the instruments and I would find an instrument inside the song and I will follow that instrument throughout the whole entire song. And so I'm telling Yep. Oh, we're loaded. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. I guess I, guess I was. And so yeah. that's how I knew that helped me mm-hmm. and that helped me. Once I relocated, I didn't have to have the marijuana anymore. I really? didn't because the anxiety had calmed down. It wasn't <laughs> it wasn't all the way up here. All the way up. Okay. It wasn't there anymore. And so gotcha. the need the need for it, it subsided. Hmm. So um my music saved my life. I put my headphones in, my ear, and I'll find the beat. I'll find the instrument inside the song. I follow the instrument throughout mm-hmm. the song. Yes, because it's, it's I have I have to focus. Yes, that's what. Yeah, that's what, I know what you're talking about. The music helped me to focus, and yes. so when I would start to think about the aggression. My system, my whole system, would calm down. Yes. I had to focus. I had to. Yeah. I had to get back to that beat. I had to find that yeah. note. I had yeah. to find that instrument. Yeah. And so if I if I couldn't find it, that means you threw it off. Mm-hmm. I'm not 
I'm not as calm as I, I would because mm-hmm. I could follow that whole instrument throughout the whole song. Yeah. And, and and keep up with it. And and that that helped. And yeah. now I can do it now, put my earphones in, follow that beat, and I zone off whatever my issue was, whatever the problem was, I don't remember now. Yeah. Because it, it calmed me down. So yeah, that chewing gum. Um Listening to my music and and possibly uh, writing is probably yes. my go to um, my go to thing and and talking about my issue. I'm, yes. I'm I talk to um, I check in with my small group once a week because we have my church yes. small group. Yeah, but I also have a, um, another girl, a girlfriend that um, I met through uh, a small group that I was in. It was called Unraveled. And mm-hmm. so, um, me and her, we we linked up in the group, and me right. and her being one the best, the friends out here, mm-hmm. and we call each other and check on each other often, like every yeah. week we'll be meeting each other or right. whatever. But you gotta find, you have to find like-minded people. You have to change your circle in order for you, you to change. As bad as you want to hang out with Pookie. Bad as you want to hang out with Kiki, Kiki ain't Kiki ain't it. You know, Kiki still needs to get her life together, and Kiki gonna hold you down Mm -hmm. because her life ain't together because she don't want you to get your life together. Right. You know, and I've heard another pastor. Yep, I've heard uh, Pastor Darius Daniels uh, mention that people like the dysfunctional part of us. Oh my God! You know, you you good friends with people because of the dysfunctional part of you. You get healthier. You're not gonna even want it. You know what I'm saying? Like they, oh, you changed, and he said, yeah, because they like the dysfunctional part of you. Exactly, exactly, exactly. That's why it works well with them. (laughs) You know, you didn't care for the dysfunction. I'm gonna call you out the dysfunction. You know, I can't be around dysfunction because I, I, I go. How can I say it? I don't like the uh, I like structure. And mm-hmm. so if you're dysfunction, if it's dysfunctional, I can't be around you because I like mm-hmm. structure. Yeah. And so if I'm saying foolishness and it's just all over the place, I, it starts messing with me mentally because I mm-hmm. can't focus. I can't. Where 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 are we moving? Where are we going? Because right. it doesn't look it doesn't look safe. And so my brain is telling me we're not safe. <laughs> we 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 not safe, so we got to shut down right quick. Right, right. <laughs> so my, right. my brain, my brain will say, "Girl, we got to shut down." So let's go. Okay. So, you know, yeah. I can't focus. I can't. It, it it's things that I cannot do that I would mm-hmm. normally be able to do, and so that's when I begin to see God. Yes. Because I was in tune with these the positive things that. That's alerting me to either get away. It's not cool. Um, it's not safe. Right. You know that discernment. Yeah. That you know, yeah. Yeah. Discernment through mm-hmm. every aspect of your life. Right. And so um, now I'm to the point where if you are interrupting my joy and peace, I change mm-hmm. it from peace and happiness to my joy. And peace, mm-hmm. I have a problem with you. Now, I see so that you know, right? 
yes. I see you as a threat. Right. Be- because you're violating something that I have worked so hard to to keep. And because you are interfering with it or you're trying to manipulate it, yeah. I'm gonna have to leave you alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I I stand firm on that. If you do not bring me peace, you don't bring me happiness, joy, love, I'm sorry. I love you, but I can't deal with you. Yes. And and that's that's my relationship now. Yes. Yeah, so, so that's the boundary will, that you set up. That's the boundary that I set up. And I don't tell you, I don't tell them that. Like I right. tell you, I'm not tell right, you. right. <laughs> I'm going to see it through your action. Truth. And so you, this is the teacher in me. You gonna tell me how to respond to you by your behavior. Right. And so because I'm a teacher, I analyze everybody as a child. Mm-hmm. And so because I've worked with different type of che- uh, uh, kids and different type of behaviors, and I pick up on that behavior that a kid that I have worked with in the past and if I'm seeing an adult, mm-hmm. I'm going to work with you how I work with that kid. Right. You're not going to like it, but that's my boundary I have to set with you because you, you're doing some, some foolish, some foolishness now that I can't, I I, I can't, you know, Mm -hmm. deal with. Right. You say you're not going to deal with that. Right. No, I'm not. You read my book. You saw the foolishness that I was going through. (laughs) Yes, I know. What I was doing. And so that's why I tell everybody, look. If you read my book, you know why I'm not dealing with foolishness or why I'm not dating or why I'm not um, doing X, Y, Z. I've got a story. I have a story and my story is in my book and I can't, I can't, I I can't go back there. That's why that caused a lot of heartache and pain. Yeah, it, it birthed something, you know, it birthed something, but what I had to endure Right. Come on now. No. Yes. The process, yeah. the process of all of that, no. No, no, mm-hmm. no. So if you're gonna interfere with my life and it's not gonna be in a positive way, I will definitely move you to a move you aside. And I'm okay with it. I'm oh, yeah. and they'll be okay. <laughs> right. Right. That is true, isn't it? They they will be okay. Mm-hmm. My 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 thing is protecting me because I have to live for my son. I have to live for you know my 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 mother. I gotta live for other people. Right. And so hey, it is what it is now, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what would you say, girl? I know what you mean. What would you say? Um, some of your with some of your old ways of thinking that you had to change. Oh, oh my goodness! My old way of thinking yes. got me into a whole bunch of mess. I, I didn't. Normally, I would, I would, I would analyze everything. Okay, but I, I stopped. I, I stopped, and it was because I wanted something. Um, how can I say it? Instantaneous. I just wanted it instantly. Yeah, yes. I didn't want to have to work for it, you know. Yeah. Um, and so, um, not processing, not 
sitting back and listening and not following your first thought, Mm. your first mind, you know, that first mind will tell you and it will, your first mind will talk to you very, very, very soft. Right. You shouldn't do that. Go the other way. Don't do that. Mm -hmm. You should do this. Your first, your first, if you if you listen, your first voice is always soft. You shouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. But that second voice, that second voice, girl, go ahead and do that. That, yes. that one, that one be juicing you up, girl. That yes. one, that, that will have you at the club all night. It's your will. <laughs> A lot of times, that will tell us about yes. where we need to be, but we ignore it. Exactly. And so listening, I'm 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 learning to listen to my my first my first voice. Mm-hmm. It's hard. It's very difficult. You have, have to stop and breathe. Yeah, you have to stop and breathe and consider. Think about if you do. Everything's a choice. Yeah, everything everything is a choice. You can either make the right choice and you can make the wrong choice. And that's that's where my thinking is now. Mm-hmm. Everything is a choice. You're like me. That's one of the things I've adopted. And it's empowering, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. I, I was using it today at work. I was getting frustrated because I couldn't do something. And I, I got mad. Like, I... I think I dropped the F bomb. I don't normally say these words. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I'm making a choice to, to say these words. Mm. And so I was like, hey, God, can you just help me? I'm tired. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sure enough, like three people came and helped me. One mm. I said, God, can you help me? Right. Right. <laughs> right. Isn't that something? <laughs> it was like, Three people literally came to help me. <laughs> the Holy Spirit it, uh, interceded on your behalf when you said that. Yeah, and 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 every day, every time I said it today, I'm like, God, can you help me? Like, man, this is crazy. We we like this. Somebody would have come and helped me. Mm-hmm. The person, the person that was working with me, you good? And I finally said, No, I'm not good. No. Right. All right. Somebody came and helped me. Hmm. It's okay. No, I'm not okay. I'm not okay. Something is definitely wrong. Give me a minute. You know? I think we we have come to the uh, realization, or how can I say it? We have come, we have always said, oh, we're okay, and uh, nothing's wrong, and something's wrong. I know my last we made, we made that normal. Yeah, my last interview he said Christians got that good. You walk in the church, hey brother so so how you doing? Well I'm fine, everything's good. Praise the you Lord. You just had a heart attack and a stroke. Yeah, but you okay and good. No, you're not okay. You're good. You had a stroke and a heart attack. Thank Come you. Come on now. Tell me, tell me what's wrong. Right. I lost my toe. You know, I lost my toe, girl. Right. <laughs> you you gonna you gonna say all oh, my sugar got me. Girl, you done lost your toe. No, something is wrong. Right. You're not okay. And so I think it's time to stop saying we're not okay and say it's not. I'm not okay. It's right. time to start saying that. 
Yeah. Something is wrong. I think I did that at my last job. I, I did that at my last job and they wasn't expecting me to to say I wasn't okay. Right. And when I said I wasn't, they looked at me like, wait a minute, did she just say she not okay? Mm-hmm. I said, no, I'm not okay. Give me a minute. They were like, they thought I had an attitude. Mm. They thought I was rude. So, you asked me a question. You asked me if I was okay. I told you no. You assumed that I was going to say yes. Assumptions will mess you up all the time. Stop assuming people are going to say, yeah, I'm okay. But when they come out and say no, your face change and you ignore me. Mm-hmm. Or you get mad. Or think I have an attitude because I told you no, I'm not. Because you said you the truth, right? <laughs> I said the truth. You shouldn't ask me. If you didn't want to hear the truth, huh? If you didn't want to hear the truth, I'm not okay. Give me a minute. Or, like you said, you didn't want to hear the truth, or you right. didn't want to be uncomfortable in hearing that truth. Hearing the truth. Yeah. Right. So you wanted me to say, you want you, but then it's like, Oh, I don't know if I won't even handle thinking about you not being okay. Right, right. Just <laughs> leave me alone. I, I will be okay. I'm not okay at this moment. Right. I will be okay. I'm not okay at this moment. Allow me to have that moment. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that we do that. No, we don't. We don't people to have that moment no nope. not being okay no nope. you need to fix it you yes we want them to fix it right away like no why right no no i need to process what i'm feeling i need to process how to be okay right how to get to being okay right yeah so mm-hmm. yeah sweeping, sweeping it under the rug. Well, you know what happens when you sweep things under the rug. Mm-hmm. The rug begins to collect all the things that you have swept under and it <laughs> begins to, you know, create a mound. And that mound begins to grow mm-hmm. and grow and grow and grow. All right. Well, the things that you have put under the rug are starting to come up from under the carpet. Now the now the stuff can't can't stay. You know what I mean? Now yeah. you have to <laughs> continue put the stuff under that's not gonna go. You know what I mean? Right. Oh I know. We cannot push the stuff under the rug anymore. Yeah. It, it gets to the point where it um it maxes out. It destroys you, and we don't realize it. Like some people, their whole life, they um, have dealt with that sweeping under the rug, and it really carried them literally to their death. It definitely, it definitely kills you. Mm-hmm. It, it, will, it, it will kill you. I've, I've, I've seen it. I've seen people hold on to to anger, um, hurt, and harm for years. And it's literally killing them. Mm-hmm. 
And all God wants you to do is let it go, give it to Him. That's it. Because we can't do it in our own strength. We think what? Nothing in exchange. Nothing in exchange but to love God and love His people. That's That's it. That's the only thing. Yes. Yes. The only thing He wants in exchange is to love God and love His people. Amen. Amen. (laughs) Tell me about it. What would you say would be the first thing you did that empowered you to create your new chapter after being in toxic relationships? Do you remember that very first thing? Deleting deleting my ex-boyfriend's phone number from my phone, deleting him from my Facebook page, deleting him where I couldn't get in contact with him at all. Gotcha. Gotcha. Like deleting him completely. And that was hurt, but it was very empowering, wasn't it? Oh, so let me tell you why I um why I got my power back and how I got it back. It was uh-huh. one particular incident where I had uh I'll tell you what happened. Um one of my ex the, the person that I wrote about in my book, The Love That I Lost. Mm-hmm. Um, he passed away and um, I don't know what's going on with me but I have had like probably four or five uh, four boyfriends that passed away like hmm. four <laughs> really <laughs> like, yeah they like they gone like man this one right here in particular um, we had a real good relationship We've always remained friends or whatever it hit me very hard Mm. The point where I reached out to my ex boyfriend mm-hmm. and I, I just said, you know, I want to tell you, I'm sorry for if I've done anything to you, and um, I just want to, you know, I think I was trying to heal myself, and I did not get a response. Mm. He looked at my, um, you know, how you can tell on Facebook that if they yeah. get my message. And he read the message and didn't say anything. And so um, I was like, we're not doing this. Mm-hmm. We're, not, we're not doing this. Um, the, the least you could do is say, you know, all right, I, I, feel, I forgive you or whatever. Right, but, right. Um, <laughs> I couldn't, I, now that I, where I am now, I, I just was like, I'm done. And um, I just, I said, you know what? No more power. You had access to, you still had access to me. I'm mm-hmm. still giving you access to me because we're still friends on um, on social media. Mm-hmm. We, um, I still have your phone number. You still have my phone number. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, and we still have mutual friends. Um, guess what? What's that? Everything, everything is about to stop right now. Mutual mm-hmm. friends don't mention his name. Don't bring his information to me. I don't want to hear nothing. What's going if on? You do, life, if right. you do, if you do, we're not going to be friends. I got all right. you. We, all right, we won't talk about him. All right. Number deleted. I deleted his number. I couldn't tell you who this phone number is right now. Mm. Um, I deleted him from Facebook. We have been friends. What's crazy is we, we were friends in high school. Right. We were friends in high school. And so you would think that we, we could we can remain friends. No, mm-hmm. you do not. You do not get to see the next chapters in my life. 
You don't need to know anything else about me. Whatever you hear is going to be word of mouth. Mm-hmm. And don't reach out to me if, if mm-hmm. something else happens. You know, if, mm-hmm. if something big happens in there or whatever. Please don't. We ain't been... And if I make you famous, don't tell people we went together. We, we didn't go together. No. I don't know you. We don't know each other. <laughs> don't do that. Don't. No. I don't know you. No. No, I don't. And so... That right there, just releasing him gave me power. Releasing. So if I, so being able to do that, well, I will. If I'm able to do that, and I'm still okay, I'm still here, and I'm okay. Mm-hmm. I can do something else. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, counseling was my was my empowering. Oh yes, counseling was my was counseling gave me my power back. Yeah, that was that's your jam, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, counseling gave me my power back. Like I thank my counselor. Like I, I, I thank my 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 therapist. And she gave me power back. And then after that, spiritual counseling gave me my power back. Mm. That right there in itself helped out more than the therapy. Wow, the spiritual council. Now, no, spiritual council. Actually, started the show. You were talking about uh, getting help. You mind sharing that story about? Yeah, I had to. I had to reach out to my pastor. Like I was really, I had gotten to a point where I was walking away from Christ. <laughs>